Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. It is a dark day for America. That is what I can guarantee you is going to be what's in the history books if they're honest. You have a former president of the United States of America for the first time in history who has been indicted on federal charges. Now, Donald Trump pled not guilty to those charges. We also learning a lot more about the Donald Trump prosecutor and who exactly this individual is. I want you to understand exactly who this person is, and we are going to give you the details. Now, we're also going to be joined by U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn coming up to talk about reaction from Capitol Hill on this. But before we get to that, I want you to understand who the Trump prosecutor is and exactly the background of this individual so you understand the bias coming out of the DOJ and this indictment. Donald Trump prosecutor is, has a name of Karen Gilbert. We now know that Karen Gilbert donated to Barack Obama, donated to Joe Biden, and donated to many Democratic candidates. Karen E. Gilbert is one of the lead prosecutors in the special counsel Jack Smith's attempt to convict former President Donald Trump of what they say is an egregious act of mishandling White House documents. Same thing that Hillary Clinton did and then destroyed those documents and those top secret emails and her bleach bit of her computer hard drives and smashed cell phones. The same thing, by the way, that the sitting president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, had done, apparently not just as the former vice president, but also 40 or 30 or 20 or 10 years ago when he was a senator. The White House, they say, is a place where documents should never be taken, yet they've been taken by many former presidents. It's also a important point for you to understand that Karen E. Gilbert is supposed to be unbiased, yet she's a major donor, a past campaign donor to Barack Obama, a past campaign donor to Joe Biden, and the Democratic National Committee. So she's not just pledging allegiance to the far left, she's pledging allegiance to the party of the far left as well. How do we know this? This is according to the Federal Election Commission. Gilbert's past political donations were flagged 
by Congressman Gates, who demanded answers in a letter to the Attorney General Merrick Garland, as well as a full roster of the staff working for the special counsel who's going after Donald J. Trump. The issue was also highlighted by Trump supporters on social media as the former president was arraigned in Miami. This headlines now coming from Fox News Channel. Federal Election Commission records show that Deputy Special Counsel Karen Gilbert has donated over $2,000 to the former campaigns of President Biden and former President Barack Obama. This is a big problem. FEC records suggest that Gilbert, who's listed as a Department of Justice employee based in Florida, donated a thousand to Biden, two fifty to Biden Action Fund. That's the his action fund would be the super PAC, basically, in the 2019-2020 cycle. Five hundred dollars to the Democratic National Committee in 2013, eight hundred dollars to Obama during the 2011-2012 election cycle, and twelve hundred and fifty dollars to Obama in 07 through 09 campaigns. Fox News reporting that Representative Gates sent a letter today to the U.S. Attorney General, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, demanding information on the Office of Special Counsel Jack Smith revealing that one of the prosecutors on his team investigating Trump for his alleged mishandling of classified documents previously contributed to Biden's 2020 campaign. She also faced misconduct allegations in 2009. Gates is demanding that the names of all the people working on the case in Smith's office be made public. The congressman claimed in his letter that Smith's past work is both highly irregular and of extraordinary public concern, specifically, quote, how his office is structured and is giving Garland until July 11th to cough up, quote, all staff rosters, phone lists, or similar records within the custody or control of the Department of Justice, depicting all employees hired by or detailed to the office of special counsel Jack Smith. Now, this isn't the first time that the deck has been stacked against Donald Trump. Smith's predecessor, special counsel Robert Mueller, who investigated then-President Trump for Russian collusion, even though the entire time they knew it was a lie, also faced criticism for hiring several Hillary Clinton donors, including the former attorney for the Clinton Foundation, a family charity that apparently not once, not twice, not three, but four times was going to be investigated by the FBI, but it was shut down by the DOJ a charity that was at the center of corruption allegations by Clinton critics. And the former attorney for the Clinton Foundation somehow ended up on Robert Mueller's team investigating Trump when he was the president for Russian collusion, which they knew was a lie. Not only did they know it was a lie, they knew that Russian collusion was created and made up by the Democratic National Committee and by the Hillary Clinton campaign. The FBI had also classified The Steele dossier is user-generated, meaning it's fiction. It doesn't exist. It never happened. Now, Gilbert, back to her, is also controversial for other reasons outside of major donations to Joe Biden. She once was reprimanded by a federal judge for secretly recording a defense lawyer and his investigator. Smith's team appeared in federal court in Miami as did former President Donald Trump, who surrendered to authorities for his arraignment, the first of any president or former president of the United States of America. Donald Trump made history today, and the Communist Party made history by indicting for the first time ever 
and charging a former president of the United States of America with a crime of having classified documents. If he is convicted based on the sentencing guidelines of any of this, there's a real good chance that Donald Donald J. Trump would spend the rest of his life in prison. Now, there's another aspect of this that really angers me, and that is the Republican leadership. They're such scumbags. They're cowards. They're political hacks. They don't care about this country. And a perfect example of that is Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell was asked a question from Manu Raju at CNN. This is the question. I'm going to read it for you. Listen carefully. Quote, given that the former president, referring to Trump, is facing federal indictment and these serious allegations, could you still support him if he becomes the nominee, even if he's convicted? Now, a true statesman would have fired back, well, with all due respect, Manu, you're the same people, you and your, and your right, CNN, are the same people that are employing many of the deep state individuals that lied to the American people about the Hunter Biden laptop, signing that letter saying it was Russian disinformation. So spare me this serious allegations aspect, because every time you guys say something serious, it ends up usually being not even true. You're the same network, by the way. Manu Raju at CNN, who also lied to the American people for four years about Russian collusion and then hired people that lied about it and have keep and keep employing them right now who are on the record lying about Russian collusion that never happened. So spare me this seriousness of these allegations with all due respect, Manu, because you guys at CNN have been lying to the American people for the last seven years on Donald Trump. He could have said all that and then said, look, I'm going to stay out of the primary. But make no mistake about it, Manu. Anytime you guys come running to me with, oh, this is a serious allegation. Donald Trump has been indicted. I know that you've lied about Donald Trump on virtually every issue. Impeachment one, impeachment two, Russian collusion, the laptop from hell. You guys wouldn't even report on the laptop from hell. You banned people from CNN that talked about the laptop from hell. He could have said that in response, but you know what he didn't do? He didn't do any of that. What he did do was come up with this lame line, okay? Again, I'll read it for you one more time so you can put it in context. Raju, CNN, given that the former president is facing federal indictment and these serious allegations, could you still support him if he becomes a nominee, even if he's convicted? And you want to know what Mitch McConnell said? This is a spineless rhino swamp answer. Look, the the Republican campaign for the nomination is already been going on for six months going to be going on for a year longer and i'm just simply not going to comment on the candidates we've got a bunch of them and i'm just simply going to stay out of it all right so who needs enemies when you've got friends like this right this is the leader of the republican party in the senate who just said ah burn him at the stake who cares screw him I want to bring in my guests with me now, uh, U.S. Senator from Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn. Senator, let's talk about the news that broke late yesterday afternoon. Uh, it was honestly shocking news uh, that involves the Biden crime family. We're now being told that uh, apparently the man who bribed the president of the United States of America when he was then the vice president or allegedly uh, bribed him and bribed Hunter Biden at Burisma with five million dollars apiece. He may have 
audio recordings of conversations with not only the president's son, but with now the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. He was apparently held it as an insurance policy. If this turns out to be accurate, what are the chances that, A, we get to hear these tapes, and B, what does this mean for the presidency, and is this a real issue now of impeachment? What we know is that Senator Grassley has worked for years uh, on the whistleblower issue in dealing with whistleblowers. And it is uh, what we, what has happened is this Burisma executive came to Senator Grassley with this information. And Senator Grassley believes that these should be made available to the American people so they can hear for themselves these conversations and what transpired with Joe Biden. And they're out of the 17 recordings that the Burisma executive made and kept. Then you have 15 with members of the Biden family and two with Joe Biden. So we will see what comes forward with this. We will see uh, when they're going to get these to the committee, to the Intel Committee, to the Government Operations Committee, and then push to get these made public, to get this information released so people can see what happened. The issue around Burisma, and bear in mind, uh, that phone call and trying to get this investigated is what got Donald Trump impeached the first time. And uh, people want to know what really happened with this. They are tired of two tiers of justice. Then they don't like it that you have the elites treated one way and everybody else treated another way. And I hear it from Tennesseans all the time. I had a small business owner in Tennessee this weekend talking about this. You know, they are so frustrated that it is them, hardworking small business owners. It doesn't matter if it's OSHA, the EPA, the IRS. They're always coming after the small business people and accusing them, and they never go after the big companies and the elites and those that have power with the bureaucracy in D.C., and people are tired of this. Yeah, they're, they're tired of it. And there's also another headline that is shocking America right now. At least those have seen it because the media has been very quiet on this. The White House and the Biden administration lied to the American people over China. They've now confirmed after denying that they had uh, a major spying base in Cuba, uh, a spy base uh, since at least 2019. The White House uh, misled the American people. Not just I'm tired of saying misled. They lied to them. Uh, and said it was inaccurate. Now they're saying it is accurate uh, that this is happening. And now they're blaming. You can't blame. You can't make this up, Senator. They're now blaming Donald Trump, saying, "quote We inherited the problem that we told you didn't exist just two days ago. Now it does exist, and it's not our fault. We inherited this issue of this spy base. This happened under Trump, so you should blame Trump for this." A- and my question is: We had a spy balloon fly over the United States of America. Um, We had it stop and gain significant intelligence. They also lied about that, saying that they had protected everything. Then they said their new assessment was okay. They probably got some good stuff. How much of this could go back to the bribery scheme here on the Bidens 
where not only did they have millions of dollars directly coming from the Chinese communists, um, people heavily and highly involved in their government, including a guy that was dear friends with one of the top spy uh, chiefs in China. Money was flowing to the Biden accounts. We know that. We know that confirmed from suspicious activity reports that we've now been able to see. But how compromised is America's policy on China with this White House? Because not only they get millions directly, but they actually got more than a billion dollars in loans from people connected to the Chinese Communist Party. And what you're talking about there is this convoluted Biden Incorporated five different deals that they have tracked. Now, bear in mind, these are deals that the House Oversight Committee has been able to track. They have done it through the bank records. All of those records came from one bank, but they are yet to get records from, I think it's like 10 more banks. Yeah. that uh, they're going to get the records for. So what you've just laid out could end up being, if it is all true, the tip of the iceberg for how the Biden family has done business with foreign entities over the last several decades. And people want to know, I, I talk to people every day, Ben, at people at home, and they'll say, we just want to know if this all is true, if it is true, they need to go. We don't need two tiers of justice. We need one judicial system, one justice, equal treatment under the law. We've got to protect the rule of law in this country. It's got to mean something. Yeah, and the FBI, we've been told now from people on the House side, the FBI holds apparently two more informant files on the Biden family's business ventures, triggering the House Oversight Committee to subpoena two more banks. You mentioned other banks, but now this is two more files on the Biden family business ventures. Uh, what have you heard about this? Because if there is at least two more of these FD1023 forms, that means you have a confidential informant, high-level informant uh, that is documenting uh, their involvement in what they believe could be crimes that deal directly now with the Biden family. This is on top of the one that we now know about that has been made public uh, that talks about the $5 million bribery coming from the head executive at Burisma, not to Hunter Biden, but to the president of the United States of America. And now they're saying, hey, the FBI holds two more confidential informants and files on the Biden family business ventures that no one knew about until apparently it was leaked or a whistleblower said, hey, you guys need to know this is not the only one that we've got there at the FBI. Yes, and thank goodness we have some good, trustworthy people in the FBI who continue to step forward because they have respect for the rule of law. They are fed up with this political cabal that has come about in the FBI and I had someone connected with the FBI tell me it all seemed to start back during the Obama years. And they're just tired of this. They have a mission. They have a duty. And they want to focus on that. They joined the FBI for a reason. And they want to get back to that, Ben. And I think there are so many Tennesseans that are saying amen to that. This picking winners and losers being done by the federal government. 
this having two tiers of justice, this having two tiers of access, this needs to stop. It has to stop. You mentioned two tiers. Let's talk about Donald Trump and his uh, most recent indictment. I expect they're based on what we're seeing now. There'll be another indictment in Georgia, because if you can't beat him, take him out and, 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 and put him in jail. That's what the Democratic Party uh, seems to be their new campaign slogan. If we can't beat him, we'll just charge him with crimes and we'll get a, we'll get an activist DA to charge him in New York. Uh, you've got these crimes in, in Florida. Look, I, I'm frustrated by him. I'm also very concerned by it. And the reason why is I'm worried about this being election interference that Donald Trump's spending days and weeks and months in a courtroom when he should be on the road running for president of the United States of America, especially if he gets a nomination. How is this not election interference, what they're doing right now? And, and how concerned are you over these charges against him? I'm very concerned with what they are doing. They're determined. Look at, look at it this way. You can look at the election in 2016, 2018, 2020, and 2022. The FBI engaged themselves in those elections, each of those election cycles. And if we don't do something about this, they will do it again. 2016, it was the Russia hoax. 2018, it was impeach Donald Trump. 2020, you had them withholding the Hunter Biden information. You had uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid in 2022. Now, Ben, they have made a habit of doing this. So it is going to be up to the House and the Senate to push hard enough to keep them from exercising this election interference. Your listeners can keep up with me on social media. We have um, a hearing on Section 702 of the FISA Act and looking at some of this oversight. And we're going to have the Deputy Director of the FBI in front of us. And, of course, we have plenty of questions for him. Last question on this. If the president um, of the United States of America, former President Donald Trump, uh, they, they want to expedite this, right? That's what that prosecutor, that rogue prosecutor who also worked on impeachment uh, has said. They want to they expedite this. They want to move this forward very quickly. Um, is there going to be any accountability for the same exact thing that happened with classified documents? Hillary Clinton, she destroyed them. She destroyed 30,000 plus emails. Is there going to be any accountability uh, for Joe Biden having classified documents, apparently that left the skiff when he was a senator, for goodness sakes? Uh, do you expect there to be any change, or is this just, hey, we've got two tiers government, you know, justice system here. If you're Republican, we put you under the prison. If you're a Democrat, we just continue to look the other way. There has to be accountability for this. What Hillary Clinton did with bleach bidding, 30,000 emails in her computer systems and then taking all those mobile devices and hammering them. She destroyed them with a hammer. Literally. And, uh, yeah, and not, it was never called obstruction. You had James Comey saying, well, no prosecutor would go anywhere near this. And you want to say, really? You let the Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama had documents. Joe Biden has had documents for decades in Delaware 
in the Penn Biden Center in his office in D.C., and nobody has ever had anything said to them, but you go after Donald Trump and you do it on the day that news breaks about Joe and Hunter Biden being paid bribes by Burisma and the person from Burisma who was in charge of the bribes coming forward, and people are going, hey, wait a minute. We've got to stop this. Something's got to be done. And we're going to keep pushing to hold them to account and make certain that we have one set of rules, that we have the rule of law, and that everybody abides by the rule of law and is treated equally under the rule of law. Great point. Senator, always a pleasure to chat with you. I'm sure we'll have you back again real soon. Let's talk about a great opportunity for your IRA and 401ks. You can get free gold just by learning about gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals. It's important that you know what's going on in this crazy economy. And your hard-earned savings need protecting from the devalued dollar. Protecting from the devalued dollar, especially if you're close to retirement. Augusta Precious Metals will give you information on how to protect your savings and open a gold IRA. So if you've saved at least 100000 for retirement, call and ask about their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. I trust Augusta Precious Metals, and you can too. They will make sure that you understand what is best for you and your portfolio. There's a reason. Money Magazine says they are the best gold IRA company. Get free gold, free information, and retirement protection now by calling 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877, the number 4, Gold IRA or AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. There are other Republicans, by the way, that understand what you should be doing right now, which is standing behind Donald Trump, because if you don't, this could be you one day. Now, I understand some are playing politics. Vivek Ramasamy, who is running for president as a Republican, understood the moment here that, yes, he needs to get his name out there more. Yes, he needs some good press. Yes, he's barely showing up in the polls. He's a billionaire. He can spend a lot of his own money if he wants to. But he's running for president. But he understood the moment here that 
he said every candidate should go to Florida and every candidate should have stood with Donald Trump because this is actually bigger than Donald Trump. Other candidates obviously did not do this. Take a listen to what he had to say, though, while he was in Florida, as Harris Faulkner on Fox News Channel announced that what he was about to say. Take a look at this. It's from Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy spoke on former President Trump's indictment. He was speaking live just moments ago. Let's take a look. Indictment by the Federal Department of Justice against Donald Trump. That document reeks of politicization. How are we going to hold the Biden Department of Justice accountable. I submitted a Freedom of Information Act request, a demand to the Biden Department of Justice, demanding what did Biden tell Jack Smith, what did Biden tell Merrick Garland, is that if they do not comply with the law in the next 20 business days, then we will sue them in federal courts at our campaign's expense to get to the bottom of those answers. Now, look, Ramaswamy was smart because he also announced that he's going to send a letter to other Republican presidential candidates asking that they promise to pardon Donald Trump if elected. And if they don't plan to do so, he said they should be on the record about that. And of course, Ramaswamy has already said that he would do it day one if necessary. This is a smart move by a candidate that also understands the moment here, that there are two systems of justice here. There is two different systems, one for conservatives and one for Democrats. Now, let me get back also to who needs enemies when you have friends like Donald Trump has in the Republican Party. Former House Speaker on the Trump indictment in the state of the GOP, he went on CBS morning show. And what he said was, is, well, basically, if you support Donald Trump, you're an idiot. And he said, if we nominate anybody not named Donald Trump, we're going to beat Joe Biden. But if we nominate Joe Biden, Donald Trump against Joe Biden, we're going to lose. Listen, because he has a very good core of support and he's got a good. It's as simple as that. He's got a great core of support. And and in, in a primary, that is what you build off of. And so it does matter. But my point is, I think the electability argument is going to become more salient with with this indictment and whatever happens in the future. All the exhaustion of all the Trump baggage is going to make it easier now, I think, to make the argument to his core supporters. He's not electable. He's going to cost us the Senate again. He's going to cost us more House seats. He'll cost us the White House. And we want to win. And we do want to win. Yeah. So in this so case, go look at what are these other great conservatives that are yeah. in the race who don't have all this baggage. All right. Is oh, there a front? I think if we nominate anybody not named Donald Trump, we're going to beat Joe Biden. OK, but, but we got to nominate somebody not named Donald who Trump. Who would that be? Well, let me follow up. Any one of these candidates. I, anyone? Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> anyone? I, I don't know the Vivek guy. So what <laughs> I know, Nikki, I know Chris, and they are all people we know well. Right. It's too early, in my opinion, to start. This is my own perspective to pick somebody in the primary to support. But I think there are plenty of people. I think Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Chris Christie, they're all in the race. They're very viable people. And I honestly believe any one of them could beat Joe Biden if they become the nominee. And with the exception of Chris Christie, I don't hear from those others the direct Trump cannot win. We need better argument that you make so clearly. I think I think people are probably waiting to I think there's a timing to that. I don't think you can get this nomination without going through Donald Trump. I don't think you can get it going around him. I think you have to go through him to get mm-hmm. the nomination. Chris is, I mean, Chris is unique in the in his style. 
But I think the others will start making that kind of. What are they waiting for, though? Yeah, what's what's probably other people to get in the race. So it's a group thing. Uh The thing with Trump is he's so vindictive that if you have a future in front of you that you envision in the Republican Party, you start with your base. You have to win a primary. And if that vindictiveness gets trained on you, it's sort of like the eye of Sauron going after you. Yeah. Um, it will make it more difficult for you to succeed where you are. You know what it's like to be attacked by. Yeah, I don't. Trump but does. I don't care anymore. It, it's don't. not. Yeah, I I'm not looking for anything. I don't have political ambition. And so that is fairly liberating. Yeah. But what he is doing is making a hell of a lot of money sitting on corporate boards, going on TV and talking like this. And by the way, the idea that he says, well, I don't have anything. He's he's doing consulting. He absolutely is going to make more money if Donald Trump isn't the president of the United States of America. And he hates Donald Trump because he feels like Donald Trump is part of what caused him his downfall and why he's no longer in politics getting reelected, no longer the Speaker of the House. Like this is self the self grandizing. Oh, I have nothing in here. I'm not you know, it's sort of liberating to be able to do what I'm doing right now. He still is making money. He still has skin in the game. He's still very much in politics, sitting on the boards of company. Yes, he can make money or lose money based on if Donald Trump is in office or not out of or out of office. Like, don't let's no one act like this is not a reality of the situation. That's that's number one. But number two, I'm playing for you, Republicans. Right. Look at Mitch McConnell. Look at this guy, the former leader of the Republican Party, Paul Ryan. And look at what they're saying about Donald J. Trump. They, they, they hate him as much as the Democrats do. They want to burn him down as much as the Democrats are trying to, the communists and the Democratic Party. And what they, and what the part that scares me the most is the fact that they hate Trump so much they don't realize that this is a rogue government that is out of control. He had an opportunity there to talk about the double standard. He had the opportunity to make the same point that I said earlier when, when Mitch McConnell was making his response about, you know, the American people are sick and tired of the double standard. You could have made a statement the country could have heard that Hillary Clinton did this, that Joe Biden did this, the special counsel Joe Biden. There better be equal, uh, you, you know, equal prosecutions under the law. That this is that, that, that that's not what's happening now. All of that could have been said and it wasn't. And the reason why it wasn't said is because they don't want to help Trump burn him down, burn down the house of Trump, anyone around Donald Trump and make sure that he never sees the light of day. That is their goal. That is their objective. Plain and simple. One other thing about this that I also want to bring up is that all this is now overshadowing the biggest story with the Biden crime family, and that is that $5 million has allegedly gone to Joe Biden directly, and apparently there are tapes of those conversations. No one is talking about that right now. By the way, no one's talking about something else that happened at the White House yesterday. Biden had a White House, uh, uh, you know, LGBTQIA a day, and, and there were topless trans people with, with, with boob jobs at the White House, freeing the nipple, as they put it. Took a picture, by the way, with Joe Biden, with the top on. A dude dressed like a chick who got breast implants went topless on the White House lawn. Biden White House bans topless trans activists for, quote, inappropriate behavior at the event for the LGBTQIA plus families only after it went viral. This is who they're inviting to this White House. 
That would be major national news. A trans activist, a dude with a penis that got breast implants, went to the, 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 the White House, was invited as a special guest at the White House, and went topless on the White House lawn. Were they arrested? No. Rosa, a biological man, was not arrested. None of the other people that went topless there with their fake breasts were arrested at the White House, bare-chested. You had some that were women showing scars from their gender-affirming surgeries, as they called them. Many covered with, you know, had their fake breasts out there for the camera. And guess what? It went viral on social media. Yes, it went viral on social media right there in front of the White House, taking their clothes off. These are the people that they support. This is what is around this White House. These are the special guests of the White House. And no one covered that story at all. All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. And take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.